Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about being content in every season. And we're coming from the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 22. And we're going to be focusing on verse 2. So grab your journals. I have to start this podcast off with a small disclaimer, y'all. I just finished praying the house down. So if I sound a little hoarse, it's because I am. <laughs> it's because I am because I just went to war in prayer. I actually did a three-day fast this weekend. Y'all already know, if I go ghost on my social media platforms and I'm not talking to y'all, I'm not posting nothing, y'all already know what that means. But yes, I did a three-day fast this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And it was supposed to end today, but honestly, y'all, the fast was so great. I fasted social media. The fast was so great that I think I'm going to extend it um, or just restart it. I don't know. I don't know. But it ended yesterday um, and it was such a great fast. There was so much fresh revelation, so much clarity. And I prayed today and I'm just like, oh, God, that was good. So then I'm just like, oh, shoot, I still have to record the podcast and I'm about to lose my voice. So let's just get into it. We're coming from the book of 1 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 2. And what's happening in this verse is David is on the run. So King, King Saul is trying to kill David because he's becoming envious of him. They said Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands. That's what they said in 1 Samuel 21 verse 11, which is right before verse Samuel 22. So Saul is on the hunt for David because he's jealous of him and he wants to kill him because it's obvious that David is going to be next in line to be king. So in verse 22, it's talking about how David has escaped to this cave. And it says, when his brothers and his father's household heard about it, they went down there to him. And it says, all the people who were there who were in distress and debt or discontented, they gathered around David and he became their commander. About 400 men were with him. Now, you guys know I always tell you to dissect the word of God, dig deep and really put yourself in the story. So David is on the run because this man is trying to kill him. And now he's arrived to this new location and everybody that's in some type of distress or in debt or just going through something, they're all gathering around him and he has became their commander. And what God showed me with this verse, 1 Samuel 22 and verse 2, is that even during during a season to where David was on a run or David was in a location where he probably would not have wanted to be, God still used him. See, this is why it's important to be content in every season because we feel like in certain seasons, we're more anointed than in other seasons. But what God is showing in this verse is that even in the seasons where you feel like your life is a mess, you still anointed. Even in seasons where it feel like you on a run, you still anointed. Even in the seasons where it feel like everybody is coming up against you, you're still Still anointed, even in the seasons where it feels like everything is falling apart, you still anointed. A couple verses before First Samuel chapter 22, it says that David was pretending to be a madman. So because David was afraid of King of Gosh, it says that he acted like a madman, making marks on the doors of the gate and letting saliva run down his beard. He was trying to act like something was wrong with him so that the king wouldn't do anything to him. And this is right before verse 
chapter 22 where he became the commander so even in the seasons to where it feels like you're not even acting like yourself you're not even yourself you're not even performing at your best david was just acting like he was crazy and in the next couple of verses god made him the commander he went from crazy to the commander he went from broken to blessed he went from overlooked to taken over it is in those seasons to where we feel like we're absolutely going through the worst that the enemy wants us to think that we're no longer anointed but what god is saying today is i want you to be content in every season because in every season your anointing still stands we done already got to the seed for the day today's seed is my anointing still stands because god is saying that there are some people that's going through different seasons of life and you may be going through a season to where you're on the run you're trying to run you're trying to run from your problems or you're trying to run from your calling or you may be going through a season to where you kind of mad at god because you somewhere you don't want to be i can only imagine how david felt god you called me to help saul and now saul is trying to kill me Saul is after me Saul is, is chasing me and I'm running from town to town trying to fight for my life and in that season I can only imagine that that's not something that he wanted to be going through or maybe you're in a season to where it feels like God has forgotten you because God if you remember me why would you be letting me be on a run why are you even letting Saul come after me why are you even letting Saul treat me like this there's no way I'm blessed and highly favored and I'm going through this at my job there's no way I'm blessed and highly favored and I just just got this health report you may be running from your current circumstance or running from a bad relationship or running from something that your family just said and God is saying to you today your anointing still stands I don't care what it is that you're running from and I don't care where you ran to it says that David escaped to the cave of, of Adullam what is that what does that even mean I don't even know what that means but what I do know is that regardless of where David was he was still anointed to have authority he was still anointed anointed to be a leader when you look up the definition of commander it says a person in authority and david had already been anointed to be the king remember when samuel went to the house of jesse and jesse brought out all his sons and he said none of these are it do you have another son and jesse had to go get david that was a couple of chapters before but even in that season even in the season where his dad was overlooking him even in his season where his dad was choosing his brothers over him in that season he still was was anointed to have authority and in this season where Saul who is the current king is trying to kill him he's still anointed to have authority so God is saying I even want you to know that while you're on the run I'm gonna still let you have authority because that's the anointing that's on your life and I want you to understand that there's no area of your life that can rob you of your anointing I want you to understand that there's no location that you can go in that can rob you of your anointing Joseph was anointed in the pit in the palace is nowhere that you can go it's nothing that you can go through i know they trying to kill you i know they coming against you i know they talking about you i know they saying you don't deserve the position i know they saying you don't deserve the marriage i know they saying you don't deserve the promotion but god said what i'm what i'm saying is i need you to be content in every season because in every season your anointing still stands when i was studying this i was i was just thinking about it and remembering how when I went through different seasons of my life where it felt like this ain't no anointed season, God. I'm in a season of lack. I'm in a season of without. I'm in a season of drought. I don't feel too chosen right now. I don't feel too anointed right now. In those seasons, the enemy wanted me to focus on the season. The enemy wanted me to focus on the situation. The enemy wanted me to focus on what was in front of me. The enemy would want David to focus on Saul coming to kill you. 
Your, if you so anointed, if you so chosen, why is God allowing them to come against you? If you so anointed and you so chosen, why does God have you on a run in the first place? Why does God have you going through this season in the first place? Why does God have you going through this storm in the first place? And what God wants you to focus on is even in the midst of the storm, I'm still choosing you. Even in the midst of the storm, I'm still blessing you. I want you to know that I'm not just a seasonal God, that I only have seasons where I look over you and I only have seasons where I use you and I only have seasons where I bless you. No, I'm a good father yesterday and today in any season, in any location, in any atmosphere, in any situation, I'm still going to bless you. I'm still going to use your anointed. You anointed when you're going through it and you anointed once you get through it. You anointed when you're going through the storm and you anointed when it's sunny. So I have to allow you to go through stormy seasons. I have to allow you to be on a run. I had to allow you to run from Saul so that even Saul could see he can't stop the anointing that I have on your life so that you can see the location can't stop the anointing that I have on your life. If you always in the palace, you won't know the type of God that I am when you in a pit. If it's always sunshine, you won't know how I'll cover you when it's storming. I have to allow you to go through different seasons so that I can show you the way that I show up for you. What I also got from reading 1 Samuel 22 and verse 2, just verse 2 in itself. What I got from reading this verse also is that it says he became their commander. Commander means a person in authority. He became their commander. About 400 men were with him. And what God showed me in this season of David's life, even though he was on a run from Saul trying to kill him and he just escaped to this cave of place. Even in this place, God still had David going through the process to become king. He still was molding him for what he called him to. See, we go through seasons and the seasons will make us think that God forgot the word that he spoke over our life. The seasons will make us think that God has changed his mind. God, how am I going to be king if the king trying to kill me? This ain't making sense. How, how, how is this going to happen? But even in this season to where it looked like God was a liar, because now it looks like I'm about to die. So why did you even anoint me as king when I was at my daddy house? It looks like your word is not going to come to pass. So even in the seasons where it looks like God lied to you with the word that he gave you, I want you to know that this verse is showing that even in those seasons, God is still processing you and preparing you for what he promised you. Even in the seasons that doesn't look like it. Because it says that David became their commander. About 400 men were with him in that moment God was taking David through the process of learning how to be a king of learning how to have authority over a large amount of people of learning how to be a ruler even though you're running from Saul I'm still training you to take Saul place it's nothing that Saul can do to stop my word so he think he got you on a run but really he's still making you the runner up because you still next in line to take over this kingdom so while you on the run I'm gonna be training you I'm gonna give you about 400 men and you're going to have authority over those men because when you take Saul's place, you're going to have way more than just 400 men. So I still need you to go through the process so that you can get to what I promised you. Last night, I was watching T.D. Jake's sermon from yesterday. It's called Hit the Spot. And in the sermon, he was talking about how 
a lot of times we pray for things without praying for the process of those things. Because if God gives you this thing, but you didn't go through the process, you will mishandle this thing. A perfect example of this that I could think of is if you were somebody that was praying for God to bless you with a car, but you never went to driving school to learn how to drive the car. So if God blessed you with a car tomorrow, but you never learned how to drive, you didn't go through the process of learning how to drive and getting your license and getting all of everything in order to get the car. If you get the car, you're going to wreck the car because you didn't go through the process for the thing that you was praying for. So TD Jakes was saying a lot of times we pray for things without praying for the process. We pray for things without praying for God to prepare us for those things. And in this verse, in 1 Samuel 22, verse 2, God was preparing David to be the king that he had called him to be. He was preparing David for the promise, even in the season to where it seemed like David was in a problem. Even in the season to where it seemed like the promise was being let down. Even in the season to where it seemed like the promise wasn't going to come true. God was still preparing David for it. So I don't know who this word is for, and I don't know what season you're currently in, but God is using me today to tell you your anointing still stands. Today's seed is my anointing still stands, and that information to sow that will be in the description. My anointing still stands. In the storm, it still stands. When it's sunny, it still stands. In situations, it still stands. In the face of family, it still stands. In a divorce, it still stands. With a bad health report, it still stands. When nobody's clapping for me, it still stands. When I'm on a run, it still stands. When I lose my job, it still stands. When I lose the car, it still stands. If I'm homeless, it still stands. My anointing still stands. It doesn't matter the season because my anointing still stands. And God, in this season, regardless of what the season is, I'm going to pray that you continue to prepare me for the promise because I know that regardless of the season that I'm in, my anointing still stands and your word still stands. Your promise still stands. What you said still stands. See, the season is trying to trick me. The situation is trying to rob me of the word that you sent to me. But today you're reminding me that my anointing still stands and your promise still stands in any and every season. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, I want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. I want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to be listening to this podcast, listening to this YouTube, this audio, Father God. I thank you for using me as your vessel, Father God, to share the fresh word and the fresh revelation that you sent to me, Father God. I pray that this word reaches the ears that you set out for it to reach, Father God, that it reaches them in their season, regardless of what season they're in, Father God, that this word sparks and shows up as a sign of confirmation that you are still with them. You are are standing in the midst of this season with them and you have not forgotten the word that you spoke over their life and it is not going to return to you void father god that your promise still stands and their anointing still stands father god i pray that you give them the ability to lift up their head and push back their shoulders father god and remember whose they are remember who they are they are the son of a king and the daughter of a king father god and no season is going to rob them of their crown father god so i pray that you give them a new level of boldness i pray that you give them a new level of courage. I pray that you give them a new perspective and a new level of understanding of what it is that you're taking them through, what it is that you're going, that you're allowing them to go through, Father God. Sometimes you don't stop the attacks because the attacks can't stop the anointing. So it's no use for me to even stop Saul from trying to attack you because he's not going to stop what I'm calling you to, Father God. So we thank you today for the reassurance that the anointing still stands and that your word is still coming to pass regardless of who doesn't like it, Father God. We thank you for being a faithful God and 
been a good God, Father God. And we thank you for the seeds that we sow into this word, Father God, because we sow it as a reminder of our faithfulness to you, Father God, that we know that you would not allow your word to return to us void, Father God. This is a reminder to us that we can still stand tall even in the midst of a storm, that we can still stand tall even in situations that we don't like because it's not about the situation, but it's about the God that we serve, Father God. We thank you for being a good God. We thank you for being an all-knowing God. We thank you for being a God that never takes your eyes or your hands off of us, Father God, and we just pray that you give us the discipline and the obedience to continue to trust in you regardless of what we see in front of you. I pray for those who sow into this word, Father God, that you keep your hand on their heart, Father God, that you remind them of all the times that you came through for them in the past and how you will come through for them in the future, Father God. Don't allow their circumstances to blind them. Don't allow their circumstances to rob them of their testimony and make them forget the times that you showed up and not have in mind all the times that you're going to show up, Father God. Allow them to keep that in the front of their mind. God, is going to show up. God is going to make a way. God is still moving. God is still proving, Father God. Allow that to rest at the top of their mind. Give them a posture of expectancy, regardless of what they see. Allow them to rest in expectancy, Father God. We thank you for this word. We thank you for this reassurance. We thank you for the strength that you're giving us, Father God. But most importantly, we thank you for being who you are. We love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay Podcast and TV. To sow into this word, that information will be in the description. I love you guys. Remember, be content in every season because your anointing still stands. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.